0: Warning: This episode may contain explicit language and spoilers for the entirety of the verse What's up, guys? Hi Welcome guys. back to the damn snack bar, Joe. This is episode fifty-six. <laughs> we are reading chapters four to six of the King Chronicles today, Joe. Joe, the title of this episode. Okay, hit me. We're kidnapped by a monkey and a crocodile.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. It's coherent, it makes sense. It's interesting. You didn't add albino.
0: That would make it way too long.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we are getting into chapters four to six of the Red Pyramid today. Joe, what did you think of these chapters? Okay. Let's go from your from your predictions that you made in the last episode.
1: Guess what? My predictions came bloody true. Yeah. Literally every single one. <laughs> They're pretty vague predictions, but they came true nonetheless. Yeah. We got a dream sequence. We did. I didn't see that coming.
0: Really? You didn't see the dream sequence coming? (laughs) Rick's favourite tool.
1: Honestly, no. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised that it took him until, you know, chapter five for it to happen. No, chapter six.
1: Five. I think it was chapter six. Five.
0: No, because he ends... Chapter 5, going to sleep. Chapter 6 starts off with the dream sequence. Can't believe it didn't happen in chapter 1, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it didn't start off with dream sequence. Yeah,
1: alright. Well I st- no, I didn't see it coming and I was like, alright. <laughs> well, because I thought it was finished with those. Like, I thought they were strictly for Never mind, I'm gonna take yeah.
0: I'm gonna say. Well so in these in this chunk of chapters you learn about the the magic system that we're getting into.
1: Which is how do you feel about it? So what, my brain can only handle it so much. And I was like, oh my God.
0: Oh, were you confused?
1: Of course I was confused. Oh. It's a whole bunch of new words that I don't know how to pronounce, and it's vague descriptions, and constantly, Amos was like, I'll tell you later, this is too much information <laughs> to give you right now, and I was like, fuck you, man, I'm so confused. So I was also, yeah, my vision was also clouded, because I was like, you're being irritating.
0: <laughs> the night he literally sends them to bed, and he's like, I'll tell you in the morning, and they're like... Uh, He's like, you better get a good night's sleep first. And they're all like, um, how are we supposed to get a good night's sleep when you've left us on the biggest cliffhanger? And then
1: locked them in their room.
0: (laughs) Terrifying.
1: Dude, honestly, when they were like, this is a prison, I was like, oh yeah, they're about to be murdered. (laughs) For (laughs) sure. You're like, this is not the book that I thought I was going to (laughs) read. Well, I was like, sure, I get maybe locking their bedroom doors, but what about the adjoining door? Why are you locking that one? (laughs) Literally locking them apart, separating them like they were right after their dad was shoved into the ground. See, and I don't remember... And if... he's So both of them are like, oh my god, this is fucking terrifying. I don't remember
0: if we are given a reason as to why they were locked in their rooms later on. I, I actually can't remember. We haven't
1: gotten one yet. Yeah. Also, well, nobody really questioned it afterwards. Yeah. I was like, you should be much more scared. <laughs> <laughs> you, he's basically... A stranger who, yes, kidnapped Mm. you and took you to this really strange house with a monkey. Fun times. Like a monkey. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's a baboon. Khufu, he's the best.
1: A baboon is a type of monkey. It falls in the category of monkey. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, God. So, yeah. Freaked me out a little bit.
0: Super fun times. Mm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Okay, so do we want to get into some. Chapter recaps here, Joe. Yes. Yes? We'll head straight into it? Please do. Okay, so in chapter four, Sadie's chapter, uh, kidnapped by a not-so-stranger, Carter and Sadie are still being questioned by the police when suddenly the head constable goes into a trance and deports them both back to America instead of arresting them. After leaving, the Canes realise that Amos somehow convinced the police to let them go, and now he's here in the Forst's living room, eating their biscuits and ruining slash running their lives. And the Forsts seem to also know more about the situation than they're letting on. We then find out that Amos is in fact their uncle. I
1: love when it's said like that we then find out. It's like, <laughs> yeah,
0: they find out at the very end. Why but would you chapter...
1: not, in like, just in general, Amos, why would you not introduce yourself immediately and yeah. be like, I'm your uncle? And they go, Especially like, because ah! the whole chapter he's
0: going, I know you from somewhere, but I don't. Yeah, it's like I when you don't watch a TV
1: show, and you're like, "What else have I seen?" You <laughs> yeah,
0: literally. <laughs> ask when we watch any TV. Show. <laughs> where
1: where those annoying people that's like, "Oh my god, who is this?" <laughs> yeah, where those annoying
0: people who are on IMDb as something's playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what we gotta know? Yeah, gotta know. You have to. We're just appreciating their careers. Yeah, I know you from my childhood. Yeah, And you may have touched my life. And sh- so, sh- my mind. this
0: chapter I true. thought was a whole last mood because Amos, after he gets rid of the the police, he literally just, like, marches himself in and he's like, fuck you guys, I'm myself at home. And everyone's like, uh, what? He <laughs>
1: <laughs> just
0: like, what? <laughs> like, <feel> what? <laughs> and, like, the fourth, the grandma and grandpa, gra- gra- granddad, grandpa, grand no.
1: The oldies.
0: Yeah, they're, like, just, like, watching it happen in, like, both, like, disgust, but also, like, fear, but also, like, but what the fuck, confusion. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, he came in, and he, they were like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, it's this guy. God, of course it is. <laughs> and he just was like, hello, children. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I literally, I just find this chapter so funny because you get to see a little bit of... Um, like when Amos has like a comeback for everything that the Force are saying, you get to see a little bit of where like Sadie's personality comes from because it's not just from her mum's feisty side, it's also from her dad's side. And I'm like, I like having that little like, ooh, this is I, like, you know, this is, you know, we get to see how they're related. Even though they don't spend any time together, <laughs> yeah. they still have like the same like, you know, mindset.
1: Instincts.
0: Yeah. Instincts, so that's the
1: good
0: one. To piss people off. <laughs> I <laughs> to also love. Piss
1: people's buttons.
0: Yeah. I also love that, um, Sadie pretty much starts out this chapter by bagging on Carter's clothes. (laughs) Like, as soon as she goes downstairs and sees Carter, she's like, He looked awful. He looked like a junior professor. I don't know why. He's literally wearing a brown suit and tie. What the fuck is wrong with this boy?
1: I literally have a note in here. I was actually checking what chapter it's in. It's in chapter 6, actually, Mm -hmm. that Carter explains his attire. Oh yeah, it's big sad. Oh my god! Well, well, I was like, it goes for so it's it's a paragraph, and at the beginning of the paragraph, I'm like, oh, that's really cute, and then by the end of the paragraph, I'm like, oh god, yeah. So, when he gets his
0: new wardrobe, and he's like, ah, uh, no, this suits me, but also like, I don't know what my own style is because of X, Y, Z. Yeah, and,
1: I was and you're like,
0: like, oh fuck. Yeah, at Go the beginning,
1: well, well, because the beginning sentences. <clears throat> The beginning sentence is, I always want to look my best. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's really cute. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, honey. And he <laughs> thinks
0: looking his best is looking, like, professional, like his dad. And I'm like, a what
1: he's, a <laughs> and I'm like oh, "He's a little cutie. He's a little cupcake. And I'm like, ah, he's a little pumpkin. I cannot. Kind of adorable. I also yeah. love, though, that, yeah, so when Sadie's bagging on his outfits, she's also like, but for some reason my friends think he's hot. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Which I thought was yeah. very funny.
0: See, if they're a real friend, they'll never say anything to you about your sibling. <laughs> because that, they know so. that that's uncomfy for oh, you. Yeah, like, especially. Ugh. Unless okay. they're, like, exceptionally hot. And then I'd be like, hmm, did you know?
1: <laughs> oh, then, oh, you, what is up with your hot brother? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cute, cute Kate. If your dad's hot. You and your child just need
0: to... <laughs> oh, God. Amazing. Cut Literally amazing. Kate, cut that out. <laughs> no.
1: What? No one's gonna get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So then, um, before Amos arrives, we get like a little bit of the inspector talking to uh, Grand Gramps, and we get Sadie's description of Grand and Gramps, and she goes into um, the grandpa a little bit, and you know she talks about how he's like this short, beefy, like rugby player, like built like a brick shit house, as you yeah, would say. But he's and um, I just there's so one hard. line in here as she's explaining his attire that I really had a problem with. My not first not had a problem with it because the, like, how it's his written. His eyes look
1: sunken in like somebody's punched him in the face multiple times and I was like, okay.
0: Yeah, it's not that line that I have a problem with. It's the, well actually dad had punched them years ago but that's another story. And I paired with like the spatula argument comments that we had in the first few chapters from Carter's point of view. We don't know. We didn't, okay. They didn't talk about it. I um, like, mm-hmm. But I just had this like idea of Obviously, the time that Julius was around Grant and Gramps to be able to punch him was before the court ordered everything. Yeah. So, my view of this line, especially, is probably that Julius punched Gramps and then they probably used that as evidence of assault in how they kept Sadie. Sure. Aside from all the stuff we learn later about why they need to be separated and all of that, but yeah. my Assumption is that they used that in order to get what they wanted, and oh, that's yeah. why the, that's why the punishment is so harsh, and that they literally can't see each other more than two days a year because they used this one incident against them or against Julius, and that makes me really sad. Because I'm like so you sad. He's already
1: grieving the death of his wife, and all of yeah. a sudden he's had his family ripped apart. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. Julius, yeah. And so then you know we get all of the. The cop See, being but also like for for Sadie to
1: remember that because if it was before the quarter, she would had have to have been at least five. Like, sorry, at the very old five. Yeah. To have seen this happen, and so she probably wouldn't have understood what was happening. Yeah. Either she would have just seen her dad upset.
0: Big sad.
1: Punching her grandfather. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's sad times.
1: There's so many sad moments. Literally, literally littered in every chapter. Mm-hmm. It's a roller coaster to say the least. <laughs> Because at
0: first, I was like, oh. It's like, a lifetime of knowledge, but a lifetime of pain. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's sad times. But yeah, so then we get um the, the cops being, like, really confused, awesome. and then they change their mind from arresting the kids and, like, you know, holding them in contempt or whatever, and instead they decide to deport both of them, because Sadie still counts as an American citizen, and I just, in that moment, feeling her, like, grief of, like, confusion and, you know, anger and not knowing what to do about the situation, because she's like, uh... My, I live here. Like, this is my home. Yeah, nobody you else is helping. You are taking me from my home. And so she feels it more viscerally than um, than Carter. Carter does, because Carter's like, oh, well, I'm just going back to America. Like, you know, whatever.
1: Sure, but Carter's got nowhere to go in America.
0: Yeah, but at least you'll have Sadie with him.
1: Sure, but they, like, there was a whole... There would have been a whole, like, two minutes where it was Carter, you're... Because they addressed him first and was like, Carter, you're being deported. And so for a whole two minutes, Carter would have been like, yeah, I'm going on my own. I'm being deported back to America by myself. What?
0: As a young black kid with no parents. Yeah.
1: yeah. And whose father is now being accused of being a terrorist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's absolutely horrifying. Yeah. And so he was probably like, oh, great, Sandy's coming with me. he's like, <laughs> ah! Going <laughs> through our own drawer and it's like, too
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, but then we and get then, to... And it- for the win, kidnapping them and, you know giving them only one option of shelter. And so they were like, oh, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. But so then, um, yeah, the cops walk away and basically as soon as they close the door it's opened back up again. And oh my god, there's Amos standing there. But how is he there? Sadie saw him through the window but he was in New York at the same time. Goodness. Oh my god! Where has he Where gone? Has he gone? <laughs> it's obviously right there.
1: <laughs>
0: Why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> oh god, I love it so much so yeah they um, <laughs> um Amos kind of just like walks in and then oh, he like makes himself at home he like flops onto the couch takes a biscuit and a cup of tea and just like everyone's just like looking at him like
1: what? <laughs> it's I love he's like maybe braved the biscuits like yeah. they are not good <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but like how polite you know in terms of not being polite because he you know just like <laughs> walked in and took what he wanted but he also like you know, was not going to let him go to waste.
1: Yeah, but he looked immaculate in his drip, so it was like, yes. what does it matter? He did look <laughs> Looking immaculate. Looking so suave so. coming in.
0: Literally. Yeah, so then basically he sits down, takes a bite of his biscuit, doesn't care that there's crumbs all over his face, turns to Grandad Grams Gramps and basically goes, um, yeah, so the kids are coming with me, and they're like, uh, no, we had an agreement with Julius, and then Amos is like, yeah, well that that agreement's kind of fucked now, isn't it, because he's he kind like, of dead, so. That um, agreement
1: is null and void.
0: Yeah. And he was like, uh, this is kind of what's best for the kids, and you know it. And so then the Force st- start being, like, really cagey about everything, and Sadie's like, um, what the fuck is going on? Do you know wow. something? This and then they're like...
1: Convo- this whole interaction too, was, um... Scott Scott ready to hit Amos as well, yeah. and it was like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Chill pill, dude. Mm. Go and get some therapy.
0: Angry little old man.
1: Yeah. Not quite so little, but... So, the time what
0: did you think about all of the, like vague stuff that they were saying in this about the daughter and her death and like their history what did you think honest. about all of it? When what it what to, are your thoughts?
1: Here's what happens. When I read books and they have frustratingly vague sentences and scenes that do. even when I watch shows I don't listen because I'm like no! You're going to tell me the whole truth you're going to stop being cagey and you're going to stop pissing me off or I'm not going to listen. And so I skimmed that and didn't actually retain any of the information so I have no idea what happened.
0: See, but then how do you, as you're,
1: like, reading later on, how do you put things together? No, it's the audacity... Maybe that's why I don't put things together. <laughs> you say this to me all the time. You're like, how do you not see it coming? And I was like, I didn't see it coming. Well, they put... The authors put
0: this stuff in books so that you can I put pieces together. Hate and it. you have a sense of accomplishment when you figure it out before it's revealed. It makes that's me the whole point. so mad. It makes me so mad. Maybe if you it's... don't know how to read.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> I no. mean, like,
0: read a novel. You know, the way you're supposed to. <laughs> I don't
1: know how to read novels. Let me know No, it just makes me so, it makes me feel very dumb because they're like, uh, you don't get it. And even when, even when they use actual... Well, like all the stuff that they're dropping, about-
0: all the information they're dropping in this is just supposed, stuff that you're supposed to keep in the back of your head. But if you don't read it, you don't keep it anywhere. I did read it, oh, okay. but it didn't go anywhere. It's not supposed to go anywhere. You just said it's supposed to go
1: into the back of my head. It didn't even go there because it went, all right, that's useless, and threw it out. It's not useless because you know it's going to come up later. Well, guess what? My brain deemed it useless, and so it's gone. I'm so angry at you. Well, this is why we have a podcast. (laughs) For me to be angry at you. Well, sure. Tell me what happened. What did they talk about? What were the hints? I can't tell you. The hints that they dropped.
0: Yeah, well, they talked about... Ruby's death, and, like...
1: Who's Ruby?
0: Their daughter. Oh. The mum. Right. Yeah, they talked about her death, and, like, Amos hinted to the fact that they know about the whole Egyptian magician thing, because he says, oh, I noticed that your house is on the east side of the river. And they're like, that was Ruby's idea, we had nothing to do with that. And he's like, yeah, but you still know, like, (laughs) you know what the symbolism is.
1: And they explain that a chapter later,
0: (laughs) Oh, I like the symbolism of it. What? That people in ancient Egypt would build their houses, or that most houses were always built on the east side of the river because that's where the sun rises, and so it's where um, life exists, and then on the west side of the river, where the sun sets, is where death and stuff exists, so you don't build your house on the west side because that's just inviting death into your home, basically. Sure. So you'd probably like that. you probably build your house on the west side and be like, come to me, Hades. <laughs> way that you're grinning right now.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, well, they explained all of that. All those vague sentences. It's not like I had to remember for very long. They explained it in the next chapter or two. Some
0: of it you have to remember later on, though.
1: What? They already explained it, though. They explained the river. They explained who the... The the force?
0: Force. Force? Fausts. Force. I don't know. Oldies? Yep.
1: Yep. Explained who they are and what they mean to... The cult that they're now a part of. The cult? It's not a cult. Let's be real. (laughs) When you think about it, all organisations are some variant of a cult. (laughs) I
0: want you to just listen to the words you just said.
1: Yeah, I know. I heard it as soon as I said it and then regretted it. Oh, that happens all the
0: time. Because that's like saying a hospital is a cult.
1: Well, (laughs) Uh, no. Kidding. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's think about this. He kidnapped the children and he's teaching them magic. The children. The children and he's teaching In front of the children. And he's teaching them magic and ancient ways of the world to fight demons. It's a leveled up version, but I like, it fits in the categories. There are so many serious topics in this book.
0: There are, and we're only in chapter
1: four. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. It's a bit daunting, actually.
0: It gets... it's this is just...
1: Yeah, I
0: don't know. You'll love the series, don't worry.
1: I know I will, but I...
0: Once we get away from adults, I'm and it's it just Carter difficult and Sadie... I'm
1: to talk about it.
0: Once it gets to Carter and Sadie and it's just them, you're going to be like, Oh my god, this is the best book ever! <laughs> because they just fucking... It's like literally... It's just really, really bad for the rundown. <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, sure. But like, the sibling vibes you get once they go on their little adventure, it's like... Uh, they want to stab each other but also protect each other so bad and I'm like oh, I love this shit so much but also like they want to just wring each other's necks
1: it's like you're being and
0: I said left <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> you know the vibe between um is it Pacho or Punch in um and Emperor's the Emperor in Ember's New Groove <laughs> oh my god it's
1: Sadie yeah <laughs> the Emperor <Kusko>. yeah
0: <laughs> K- Kusko, thank you yeah I couldn't <laughs> think of the name Yes, Sadie is Cruzgo.
1: I think it's Pacho. Pacho! Pacho.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
1: Yeah, I just um... <laughs> So basically see, and these well this is these these were very like information heavy chapters and so there wasn't a lot of fun to be honest in these chapters. So I find it was very hard to read cuz I was like god they're just bombarding <laughs> me with stuff. But see...
0: Chapter okay, the next episode that we do is gonna be fun because it's literally Sadie disobeying rules and I love
1: it. Yeah, she goes into the library. Yeah, because she's amazing. Because Connor was Kata was honestly like, what are we gonna do now? She's like, Well obviously we're going into the library because he dare Can't dangled. stick
0: a bowl of candy in front of a child and tell him not to eat it <laughs> be like, dickhead, that's what you get. Can't put a shot Probably, right if he hadn't said anything, she would have left it alone.
1: Literally. Being like, ew,
0: dusty books, I don't want to go in there.
1: Yeah, he, well, he probably wants her to go in there. He was like, reverse psychology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, basically, after, like, Amos, like, kind of doesn't take no for an answer, and he also is like, shut up, they're coming with me, shut your fucking mouth, shut your fucking face, I don't fucking care.
1: Um, but on top of that, let's be real, uh, the, false, the what are they named? The grandies. The old people...
0: They're they're the, the old not The old people. They're not fighting. The oldie grandparents. They're not, they're
1: not fighting to keep their grandchildren. I mean, they don't
0: care Mostly because her. they know that Amos could kick their fucking asses.
1: But they're not, they're barely, they wouldn't
0: even. Look leave. at what he did to the inspector from outside the house when he wasn't even watching him. <laughs> didn't even need to make eye contact like Snape and Quirrell in. Eye oh, contact. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to get us right. Eye contact. Yeah. Yeah in, um, they literally do nothing. About. It's
1: a, like, they won't even look Sadie in the eye and she's like, what the actual fuck? I've lived with you for six years and you yeah. are throwing me away like trash. Abandonment now issues. throwing
0: her away. She feels abandoned. <laughs> They're giving her up. There's a difference. <laughs> Potato, tomato. So then, uh, was kind of leads them out of the house and down to the river because apparently these guys have a house on the river. <laughs> on the Thames. And, um, yeah, there's like a giant, um, Ye oldy ancient Egyptian the boat, there. It's a reed boat, and I was about to say Percy. Carter is like, um, I've seen a hundred of these, and they don't look sturdy.
1: Doesn't the term smell really bad because it's really polluted?
0: It's just a river.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to live next to that thing, it stinks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a reed boat And Carter basically goes, um, these are Like, they don't look safe <laughs> And Anderson's he was like, like, shut like, up and get like, aboard
1: There was a reason they updated them And these went out of fashion Because they sink, they're not very good boats
0: <laughs> But this one's a good boat Because it gets them to New York in like a minute yeah, And Carter and Sadie are like, oh my god and there's
1: Look at this travel And also like,
0: pit. no jet lag Because a- they go to sleep straight away There's basically.
1: a floating trench pit And they're like, oh at that.
0: <laughs> it's not floating, there's a person
1: in it. Is that? <laughs> yeah, they just can't see his face. Oh, I did not read that right then. I just read it as, you know, like, um, Doctor Strange's cloak? <laughs> it's, it's like, I just read it as his trench coat, and Fedora do whatever they want.
0: A figure in a black trench coat and hat, possibly Amos's, stood at the tiller. Yeah, and
1: then I, okay, didn't they get closer? And, okay, well, I must have just... Changed it in my brain to they couldn't see his face to hear it's not a real person the coat's <laughs> just floating
0: <laughs> that's how it changed anyway, in my brain so then oh, goodness when Muffin jumps into Sadie's arms she's still like looking at Amos like who the fuck Muffin! is this person <laughs> yeah she's like who the fuck is this person taking us away who is this stranger and then it clicks and she goes oh Uncle Amos and then she's like oh, you yeah. but then he says happy birthday and I'm like it's not her birthday so is it Sadie's no these are the cats no Sadie. It's not her birthday. It's Christmas. Yeah.
1: Have they said when
0: her birthday is? No, they've just said that Julius is allowed to visit her on her birthday and another day in the year. Mm. And I think I just assumed that the other day well, it's 50/50 was chance. now, because it's, it's Christmas. Oh, wait, no, sorry. She said, and suddenly I remembered his face smiling down at me saying, Happy birthday, Sadie. A memory so distant I'd almost forgotten. Right. Okay. No, So that's a memory. But still. Uncle Amos. And yeah, that's the end of chapter four. So, let's get into chapter five. We're back to fucking Carter's point of view.
1: You say that, like, he's a bad thing. He's a muffin.
0: You'll learn to fucking hate his point of view. Okay. <laughs> because Sadie's just so bad.
1: I'm not I don't su- want to like
0: skew your perspective, I was but say, also like,
1: I'm not subjective yet. I like both of them.
0: Okay, so in chapter Bridget, five,
1: I will say it is a doubter. <laughs> like he's so serious. Yeah, that's I'm what I like- mean.
0: Where I say he's like, "Ah, oh, fucking fun," and I'm like, "Yeah, vibes."
1: And you're like, "Kind of, honey." <laughs>
0: So, in Chapter 5, we meet the monkey. Carter and Sadie accompany Amos back to New York aboard an Egyptian-style reed boat that somehow teleports them between the countries in mere minutes. The canes are then introduced to Brooklyn House and shown their rooms, while also being told practically nothing about the situation from Amos. Amos would rather leave that uncomfortable conversation for the morning after a good night's sleep, and so locks the canes in their bedrooms for the night.
1: Like, what an (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Honestly, I would be fucking terrified of him. The fact that neither of them, uh, it's like I'm, they're still children. I'm an adult. If I was to go through that, I would be shitting myself 20 like 24/7. And I'd be like, that's it, I'm going to die so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's cool. Kidnap us. Take us to meet a monkey in this gigantic house that floats on Does it float? Where where is the house set? They said it was in like a um storage yard, no?
0: Yeah, it's in, like, a big warehouse kind warehouse. of yard.
1: Yeah, district. Yeah. And I was, like...
0: In, like, construction and whatever else. Yeah, and
1: they were, like, it's sitting on top of the pallets or something like that. Of a I warehouse. Was, yeah. And I yeah. was, like, on top? Yeah. Doesn't sound structurally sound.
0: It's so you can't see it.
1: That's not the point. <laughs> I'd be mean,
0: like, I'm not going up there. It's like a mirage. You can't see it if you're looking straight at it.
1: Yeah, but I was like, I'm not going up there. That's stupid as hell. <laughs> I was like, that looks... That looks... Questionable. That looks questionable. That's a lot of stairs to go. True that. I'll be like, is there an elevator, an escalator? So yeah,
0: they basically they get on the boat and then they go down into a.
1: Man, they go up the stairs. They
0: go down into a thick fog and then London disappears and London appears and it's like, I mean, New York appears, London disappears and then London appears and
1: London. (laughs) (laughs) When you said that, my brain thought London tipped (laughs) over. So London disappears, but London too disappears, and I was like, "Yes, "Hmm, interesting."
0: (laughs) So yeah, then they um they arrive in um Brooklyn, and then they look up at yeah a huge factory warehouse heavily painted with graffiti, and then above the warehouse is literally this massive mansion, five story mansion perched on the roof of the warehouse, like another layer of cake. And then (laughs) Sadie says. No, Carter says you couldn't build a mansion up there. And Amos goes, long story, but we needed a private location. <laughs> and then like, they acknowledge the explanation. fact. Well, they acknowledge the fact that they're on the east shore, and um, then he, you know, Amos explains about the whole living on the east thing. And then she says... so Sadie says, so you can't live in Manhattan. And Ooh, then Amos yeah. says, "Manhattan has other problems, other gods. It's best we stay separate." Said so he goes, "Other what?" And I love this.
1: I love it so much. Yeah, cuz they also say that the Egyptian gods are older than the Greek and Roman. Yeah. So the Egyptians are like, "Yes, we're aware that they're there. That's like our offspring. They can hang out. We won't touch them." They'll go yeah. Over there. But just I just annoying. love this little this
0: little callback to Percy because it's okay, it's not mentioned ever again.
1: Yeah, but we got it. like the Greeks.
0: Are, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> And I like that it's so early on because it's Rick going, trust me, I I, I know that you guys are here because you read Percy. Like, I know. (laughs) But like, you know, this is me acknowledging, but they're not going to be in the story. Yeah. It's good.
1: He's like, yeah, they're doing their own thing. They're they're not a part of (laughs) this.
0: Yeah. It's good. And then Amos like literally just like looks away and he's like, okay on we go <laughs> so he's like
1: uh-huh oh, excuse me oh, no. i know
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking go. Three <laughs> I that I is too much. yeah and so then he he welcomes them to the 21st gnome and so
1: this whole 21st this whole gnome thing confused the shit out of me so i didn't bother trying to understand well it. so
0: depending on what era um what dynasty of ancient egypt you're looking at depends on how many gnomes were um In the city. It basically just means suburb, or it did mean. Like, so the city itself, ancient Egypt was split into 42 um, gnomes, and then this book, what it's saying is Egypt became one gnome, and then the world, they like split up the world into other sections, other quote unquote suburbs, to be their own gnomes. And so New York is the 21st one.
1: And there's like 300 or
0: something? Yeah, there's like 360 or 70 something right yeah
1: okay and do they correspond with each other or what yeah. so basically so is there a mansion in every single one of these yeah there's gnomes. like
0: a there's like a hub in each of the gnomes and they basically are like just they they're in charge of like protecting their region or protecting their area
1: okay so I'm reading shadow hunters at the moment so it's like different institutes <laughs> yeah in if in you want to put place. it that way
0: so um, Help me
1: understand. And then the major <laughs> one is in the, so the number one yeah. the control panel is the you know, the first one, Egypt. Yes? And yeah. is it are they ranked in order of importance? Or, um, oh, I or don't think effect? There's, I don't think that's
0: for this book I don't think that there's an order. I think Rick was never going to write out, one is this, two is this, three is this. I think it's just wherever city you go to, or, you know, when there's a gnome that he just picked a random number and was like, this is this one. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Because why would you go and make a 370 something and go, one is this, two is this? Dedication, Kate! (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, basically in ancient Egypt, a gnome was like just the name for a territorial division. So it's, like, where you were. And right. so each one was ruled by kind of their version of a monarch. They're a gnomark. Is that a real thing? It's
1: their thing. But, like, as in that was the real name of them? Yeah.
0: That's funny. And so, no basically... No I need
1: you to look me in the eye and tell me that that was a real thing. That was a real thing, a gnomark. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
0: They literally just switched the letters of monarch around to fit gnome.
1: Just in the story, not in actual history. No, in... now I'm no confused. What?
0: So monarch is spelled yeah. M-O-N-A-R-C-H. Yeah. No mark is spelled N-O-M-A-R-C-H.
1: Right, and you're saying the church, the Christian church, stole the word and no. just messed it up. Okay, well, now I'm, again.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that literally, it's just the word switched.
1: Does it mean the same thing? Or close to? No, because Monarch is a fucking royal, whereas... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Why was my brain going, a monarch is a priest? I was like, that's not No, fun.
0: but so the Nomarch was the person of who was course in charge it is. of...
1: That's what the crown's all about, yeah. Yeah, the
0: Nomarch was the person who was in charge of basically creating taxes, and they were in charge of oh, that's a very administering <laughs> justice, and they were in charge of maintaining the army for their gnome and for their region. Um,
1: Those are very specific roles.
0: Yeah. But also, each gnome basically had its own, like, sigil. It had its own symbol. Each one um, decided to worship a different Egyptian god. And so, like, some of them, you know, worshipped Egyptian, the same ones. I was uh,
1: going to say, how many Egyptian gods are there?
0: Hundreds. There are so many. Mm-hmm. Same as like, Greece. There's one for fucking everything. And
1: the Roman.
0: So, yeah. Um, yeah. Each one had its own symbol. And so... Are
1: there more Roman gods
0: than there are Greek? I don't know. Probably, I
1: think
0: there are. But yeah, so because each one had a sigil, they didn't have a name like first gnome, second gnome, twenty-first gnome, whatever else. They had their name was depending what their sigil was. So you either had like an ibis gnome or a hair gnome or, or like a whale gnome or like, like a, a snake gnome. People like that worshiping of thing. the same one. Well, so some worshipped like a, a um, mixture, and so because each sigil had to be different. It just depended on what your sigil was, what your symbol was.
1: So that's when hybrids came
0: in? Well so it's like if we're if you're going off the sigil thing, then it's like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. You've got the wolf house, you've got the lion house, you've got the you know, the flower house, you've got the fish house <laughs> You've got the castle bridge house, you know. <laughs> or you've got the fucking stag house, the dragon house. It's that kind of thing. Okay,
1: okay, okay. Are you understanding I Are you am on, with you're you on the same well. page? Okay, good. Yeah. I I still don't really understand their relevance in this book, but okay.
0: That's just Rick's way of going, I understand this piece of ancient, what this was, let's put that into this in a modernized version. Okay. So instead of it being one country of Egypt split up into 42 gnomes, he split the entire world up so that he can say, well, there are magicians all over the world because they have to run the gnomes. Or okay. institutes. That's It's working in your brain.
1: Because <laughs> saying gnomes is not working. My brain's thinking of something. So time. they all have
0: to run their institutes, and then they all report back to Egypt, aka city of glass. Idris, Idris. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My brain just went control board. Because <laughs> they're the one that's that in charge. You on the same page? You
0: got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. That's all it is. What's okay. okay? Yeah, what's your question?
1: Well, what's Amos again? Amos again.
0: Is he? He's the leader of the twenty-first gnome. Okay, but he's... he's also the only one. There. I was
1: gonna say, is he the leader because he was the only one there? I wasn't the president he of the Sonographer's Club in high school for no reason. Was the reason you were the only one a part of it? Yes.
0: <laughs> he acknowledges in this chapter that there used to be more people there, but there aren't
1: anymore. Sure, but does he also? And part say of that, that you find out later wasn't... is because there are just
0: less and less magicians, you know, as time goes on. Yeah. You know, because they have to have some reason for there to be no one around.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And also,
1: just, like, a dying left center. What made them magicians in the first place? Have we found that out? Is that a spoiler? Can you tell me y- We have kind of found it out. Not
0: in this chapter, in <laughs> chapter saying six. saying it's
1: old bloodlines, and it is, it is bloodlines that give you the magical powers, or, like, the opportunity to yeah. use these magical powers. So, it is... So I can go
0: into that if you'd like. Um, So basically, you know how you get to a couple pages later after he's introduced the gnome and you get that symbol on the page? That's the little um, arc with the house around it, standing Mm -hmm. for the House of Life. So the House of Life was actually an organisation in ancient Egypt. Um, Basically, they were um, an institution aligned with the royal family and aligned with kingship and so that's where the bloodline thing comes in um because they basically were in the business of preserving and creating knowledge in the written and pictorial form so basically like hieroglyphs Mm -hmm. and written word and stuff they were like in charge of looking at history and learning and knowledge and all of that kind of thing Mm -hmm. in ancient egypt this is what they were Mm -hmm. and so basically um what Rick has done is he's taken the House of Life concept so people who are preservers of knowledge instead he's made it for this series they're preservers of Egyptian worship. Not worship because they don't worship the gods but they're the preservers of
1: Egyptian history. Yeah. And like
0: keeping it alive because they know that it's alive. So he mentions Amos mentions in this it's either in this chapter or the next one that they don't worship the gods but they are the magicians are in charge of keeping the gods at bay because if the gods come down to Earth too much like they did in the past, they fuck shit up. And so the, the magicians' job... They're like, go basically, away. Basically, the whole institution's idea is we are the gateway between the gods and the mortals. We keep the gods out. And so obviously what Julius has done is fucking let them all in, hasn't he? Yeah. And so they're like, well, we got to kind of fucking fix that mistake a little they're bit. And
1: are like, you're fired. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: the whole point of this series and so okay, that that's where sense. the House of Life concept comes in and it is all tied in like the people who are now in the House of Life half of it is dependent on your bloodline, aka the canes because they come from kings that's what yeah. it is, the bloodline thing but then there's also, later on in the series another half of it where you don't have to have that, like you can but you can't it's kind of the same as like if you can see through the mist or not, you okay. don't have to be a child of someone in sure, your know, Greek okay. to be whatever but else.
1: Rachel and Sally could see through the mist. Yeah. But technically, Sally couldn't wield any powers. She just mm-hmm. was a queen in her own right. Yeah. Whereas Rachel became the oracle. Yeah, but she didn't but have in, to. Yeah, but in the Egyptian version so in this scenario mm-hmm. you can actually wield what make what? Well, mate, what what's that quality that they have that can let them wield Egyptian magic? I can't tell you. Okay, then. we'll find out later. Yeah. I hope this comes. This <laughs> is like terrible. I just want to read ahead. Well, I just well because this is why I ask for spoilers because it annoys the fuck out of me not knowing because <laughs> I would much. I would much rather know the ending and then find my way there. Like, know some part of the ending and find my way there than just be, like, confused the whole time. Yeah. Because I hate being confused because I feel very dumb. Mm. And that's my own insecurity. Well, I just also
0: want to make a note of um, the decor here as they walk in to the house itself. Like, it's got, like, a weird mix of modern and ancient and, like, weird stuff going on. So
1: Carter recognises
0: that there's, like ancient egyptian weapons like everywhere but there's also like a plasma screen tv there's like leather sofas but there's also like a massive snakeskin rug that's like 40 feet long and 15 feet wide bigger than any snake it
1: doesn't sound like a nice rug yeah it sounds just like somebody shed on their carpet <laughs> <laughs> like a snake just like shed on the floor and they were like oh, but also i
0: wrong. would not want to meet the snake that that came from
1: oh he's probably nice you don't know I mean, I know. (laughs) He is on the cover of one of the books, isn't he? Hmm? Isn't he on the cover of one of the books? A giant snake? Or a python? No, that's a cobra. That's different. Do they not shed? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I just like that, like, they walked in and they're like, oh, they had one idea of what it was going to be, and they're like, huh, this this is not blending. Really? Whoever the interior designer is, you're fucking shit. They need to be fired. And Amos is just there like, this is all my stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like, why are you messing with my shit? like, why are you yeah. my shit? And, okay, well, that's not Pretty how much. my brain imagined it. My, that's probably because I didn't, my brain didn't register what I was reading. Yeah. yeah. I'm very bad when people talk when when they explain stuff to me. And they're like, "Imagine the landscape by me des- by me describing it to you." I'm like, "I fucking can't. It doesn't work." <laughs> I'll be like, "Does it have four walls and a roof?" They're like, "Yes." I'm like, "All right, well, that's about as far as I'll get." Where's the door? The door's not in like a regular spot. The door's in, like it doesn't have a door. He just there's no such thing. Anymore.
0: Yeah. But so I also like um, that they go on and that all of these decorations in this main room are, like, overshadowed by literally the giant statue that's, like, looking down over the front door. That's
1: the only thing I registered. That and, and the staircase. That was about so, it. Because that giant was statue, statue they used.
0: <laughs> this giant statue is, is, is of the god Thoth, and I love Thoth. Please <laughs> <laughs>
1: say
0: that sentence again. I love Thoth. <laughs> I just think... I like that um they explained that the reason they he that was
1: an Ibis though and that's yeah our, that's our bin chicken. That's it's a like, dump
0: chicken. That's, <laughs> that's why I love it, because he's like literally the god of like wisdom and knowledge. Yeah. And, like <laughs> I was like that's we're, a like, chicken um that thing eats out of the rubbish, <laughs> like, It Eats out of the garbage. We
1: literally have ho the hold them to the lowest standard. It'll it so. choke
0: on your chips if you try and give it any also, because they its look, neck
1: is like a wrong shape. they for look like eats. death. <laughs> like they're walking around there like Egyptians used to keep them as pets because they were so sacred
0: to Thoth. That's so They used to mummify ibises with them to, like, carry on their knowledge (laughs) to the next life. (laughs) I'm like, that's
1: fucked. Those are (laughs) bin chickens. They descended really badly. (laughs) Like, they really decreased in value, didn't you, Either
0: that, or they just, they know something about the dump that we don't.
1: Maybe they're looking for their lost souls.
0: I also find it really funny because the ibises was, um, along with the bush turkey, Good old bush turkey. They were the two, like, birds of my university. <laughs> they in our, like, university <laughs> crest. An ibis and a bush oh, yeah. chook. <laughs> Just so a bush fun. chook? A bush turkey. A bin chicken and a bush chook.
1: Yeah. That's funny.
0: For, like, one of the most prestigious universities in all of Queensland. <laughs> and it's like, Ibis! <laughs> we're all fucking trash human beings. <laughs> They're really...
1: That's yeah. That's funny. And like watching so, bush like, turkeys walk around on
0: campus because they're just fucking everywhere. Bush turkeys and irises, just, They're fucking everywhere. They're
1: gross, they smell. But like weird. watching
0: bush turkeys walk around smell. on campus was like my favourite thing. Because what? they just fuck everyone's day up. <laughs> because there's like obviously pathways and whatever all throughout the uni. And then you just like walk along and then suddenly there's like a massive trail of just like garden shit everywhere <laughs> because a bush turkey decided to scrounge through something and kick <laughs> all of the dirt up onto the pavement and you're like what they literally employed people just to go and clean up after the bush turkeys like they were they were called groundsmen but they didn't do anything besides clean up after the bush turkeys and move the stuff back into the garden as it was supposed to be that's so funny i literally watched so many bush turkeys fight over holes in dirt over where they could lie down because obviously they like claw out the dirt so it's colder underneath and they sit down in the cold dirt but then another asshole bush turkey would come along and be like Oh, you did my work for me. He was like, yeah, yeah get out of my way. That's, that's why I want to sit now. now. And they're like, um, no. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then you'd fucking watch them run after each other, and then another one would come along and sit in the hole. <laughs> and you're like, what is going on? It's a very entertaining way to pass the time, if you have nothing between classes. Get off, Australia. <laughs> Just watching bush turkeys. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah,
1: so I couldn't really take this God seriously, because I was like, no, your animal form... <laughs> is a See, what I do
0: like about the Egyptian gods is that they do take a mortal and animal form yeah, and that they that merge cool. the two because they're supposed to be like um, a personification of their, how they exist between the godly and mortal realm Yeah, I and liked that. Now, I liked the dichotomy know? of that and that I like cool. the, yeah, I think that it's very Okay, can so they we, exist in both, I think it's good
1: because it's very cool. when they are in their forms Sorry when they, when they show up what kind of form do they show up? Do they show up? Like, can can they even create the half hybrid form, or did somebody else create that as a representation? No. Of their godly.
0: No, that sense.
1: Okay, because they said they can do either, and I was like, okay, yeah. well, do they actually do both yeah. sometimes, or does?
0: They can do either the the half and half or the full god, which is just the animal. No, just, just like a god. So he- Not the animal. So
1: the are more human. Yeah. Okay. Can they do just the animal?
0: Probably. They're gods. Okay.
1: I would think so. Just curious. But they can shape-shift into whatever they want. It's probably easier to distinguish them at parties when they're in their half-animal form.
0: <laughs> <ball>, though. <laughs> so I would go into a bit more about who Thoth is, but we actually meet him um, a bit later in this book. Spoiler. So... I'll go into him then when we meet him a little bit more.
1: Okay, so all we yep. know at the moment is he is the god of life and wisdom. Well not life, sorry. Is, is he the god of life? No. Okay. He is the, in the god
0: house. of he's the god of the moon, of reckoning, of learning and writing and of wisdom, and he's a creator of languages and he's a scribe. And so the reason that the house reckoning surprise... fit in there. Everything else is so helpful and he's like reckoning. He <laughs> Chuck that in there too. So because he's like the god of writing and the god of, he's like a scribe and whatever else. Language the reason that so the, cool. Yeah, the reason the House of Life took him in as like their patron, I guess, is because the whole thing behind the House of Life is that they were the people who wrote down everything, and they were the people who were interested in languages and knowledge and you know, drawing wow. hieroglyphs and stuff, and so they obviously... Yeah worship him. idolized well they don't worship Sorry. so they, they obviously idolized thoth oh, you that said you're that like worship is not the right terminology yeah. John, I'm like, and so that's why thoth <laughs> carried on as
1: they know, appreciated the, him yeah they were like they gave him credits they're yeah. like you're cool bro
0: pretty much so and it's also why um brooklyn house has kufu the baboon because aside from i the ibis being the sacred bird of thoth baboons are also a sacred animal so people also kept baboons as pets, and then mummified them and buried them with them Isn't when they died Scary looking. They are fucking scary looking. Imagine a fucking baboon coming at you, screaming, and then deciding that because you they're wearing Lakers jersey and they can understand you say the word Lakers, they just start screeching at you and going, "Play basketball with me now." Be like, and Carter's just there, like, oh, "What the fuck?"
1: He'll be like, "My soul left my body back there. Yeah, it's not coming back. Pretty much." Mm-mm.
0: And then, yeah, Amos basically refuses to, like, answer any of their questions and then takes Julius's bag from Carter and goes, go to your rooms, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then they're like, uh, f- what the fuck? But then they go to their
1: rooms. <laughs> they do it! They literally... Without, like, almost... It's been with, a big day. <laughs> almost without question. And I'm like... What? Yeah. I do
0: like the moment that we get between Carter and Sadie when they're like stressing about the fact that they're locked in it their room. It is rooms. very
1: cute. When, but well, Carter I is like, like, like I have to,
0: Carter is like, I have to put aside my own fear because I have to go into big brother mode. And I'm like, I love that you have a big brother mode when you, you basically, this person, you don't know them, you know?
1: My only problem with that was that they reconciled way too easily and way too quickly and were like... Let's just go to bed. I was like, no, no, you should have been panicking for much longer. I don't know why I'm panicking. <laughs> should have been stressing. Is not just my anxious brain? They just accepted their fates so yeah. quickly, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, much. You should have been fighting that. way yeah.
0: harder. And so, yeah, that's the end of um, chapter five. And I also think that this is a really good point place for an for ad. Our ad this week. Yeah. Hey guys, so fun, exciting news for us. Uh, we have launched some new things in our merch store. So if you head over to the link in our description, you can go find our link tree and you can follow the links to our tea Public. We have some new designs. Put up there in the last couple of weeks, so right around in time for Christmas, you guys can get yourself some stickers or some for your friends, some t shirts, some hoodies, some phone cases, whatever the fuck you feel like. It's all there. We've got some cool little fun inside jokes from the first couple of seasons, first couple of Percy books, and they're all there waiting for you and your little sticky fingers. Get yourselves on them. It's a fun, super fun time. And we've also had a couple of listeners send us some of their designs as well. So we are figuring out how and when we want to upload those. So if you guys have any more that you would like to send to us that you think that we should keep in mind, then absolutely head them on over to our email or up to our Instagram. So our email is damn snackbarpod at outlook.com and our Instagram or our Twitter is at snackbarpod. Guys, we love interacting with you and we love getting all of these things from you. We love seeing how creative you are. So absolutely come and send us your ideas or even things that you would want to buy that we would just... Make for you. You don't even have to put in any effort. Just tell me what you want, and I will do it. <laughs> okay, let's let's go back into the episode. This was super fun. Yeah, follow the links to our link tree. It's down in the description. Love you guys. okay thanks. Oh my god, Joe! Great ad this week. So let's get right into chapter six, Joe. Breakfast with a crocodile. You shave my legs.
1: <laughs>
0: That's not what this <laughs> chapter is about. Your personal ID. Hi. <laughs>
1: Shaving your legs has nothing to do with hygiene.
0: That's why I said personal. It still
1: has nothing to do with hygiene. It has everything to do with appearance. Anyway, so
0: in this chapter, Carter travels in his dreams and spies on the fiery being who trapped Julius in the sarcophagus.
1: What's the name of the fiery being? You don't know
0: yet. The being is planning for his birthday party. Cute as. When Carter wakes, he goes to have Christmas breakfast with Amos and Sadie above a pool containing an albino guard crocodile. (laughs) Amos tells the Kane siblings the truth of their heritage, that the Egyptian gods are alive and well, and that their family has been working as magicians to keep the gods at bay for centuries. Sadie is taking the news much better than
1: Carter. Granted, she's had more longer time yeah. to digest it.
0: Then, after Carter reveals his dream from the night, Amos leads to investigate and warns the siblings not to explore the house, especially the library. Sadie, of course, ignores that request entirely.
1: The daughter?
0: Yeah, obviously. Because, because she's not stupid.
1: Hello, you put freaking
0: carrot in front of a donkey it's gonna eat it in front of a donkey sadie's the donkey in this scenario yes I library is the bad. carrot <laughs> oh <laughs> i love that a lot sadie's now a donkey forever in my brain thank you <laughs> oh no
1: i feel bad
0: <laughs> Sorry, so yeah it's in this um in this dream, Carter basically looks at the special pillow that he's been given and goes, "That's fucking uncomfortable. I don't want to use that." Literally, <laughs> big mistake because then you know it, it, like his brain is no longer his soul is like no fucking connected to his body he's because no safe. yeah, basically. And so basically, like the dream demons—I don't know—but we can call them that—steal his soul and are like, "You're gonna travel, oh my god!" As like this chicken man thing, and you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna, go which and watch- I don't
1: get. I'm like, why they turn into like him? Why did they turn him into a chicken man? Oh, that's just what happened. Because it made me think of Toy Story 2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the chicken man. It's just um, what it made me think of. And I was like, why? <laughs> so random. So unnecessary. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. What's the name of the store that he's the mascot for? Toy Something. Barn. Is it Toy Barn? Toy
1: Barn.
0: <laughs> I'm Tour Guide Barbie. Al's <laughs> Toy Barn. Owls Toy Boy, Barn. God, <laughs> oh, that's a good fucking movie. Is anyway, a great movie. <laughs> that's a great, also Franchise. just like very good depiction of God
1: in this moment. Ow!
0: <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's like this weird chicken man and he goes and he's like spying on. The fiery being who is like, oh my god, yes, Phoenix, such a good place. It's so close to being a desert. We can kill everyone here, no one will care. And we can have my big birthday bash, you know? It's gonna be awesome. And then he like liquefies one of his assistants because they like talk back to him and he's like, (laughs) bitch,
1: you get a real um Disney Hades vibe from him. (laughs) Pain and panic reporting free duty.
0: I mean, no, I wasn't, but, because I know who he is, so,
1: yeah. It's getting real Disney Hades vibe.
0: Yeah, but anyway, and then so, um, Carter, like, wakes up and then goes down to, uh, well, wakes up because Muffin is, like, on his chest and he's like, (laughs) get off me now. (laughs) Um, yeah, and Muffin, like, jumps off the bed and, like, stares accusingly at the pillow that he was supposed to use and he was like, what? I don't get what you're trying to say to me. (laughs)
1: But I also like when the that cat knows more than you. He years. looks at me and he's like, how the fuck did you get in here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I locked my door. Well, technically. he, <laughs> yeah, he didn't door. lock the door. He's like, I the door was locked. <laughs> Not by me. But alright. Yeah. Violation, but okay. Yeah. Well, I mean. You locked me in my room. That is an exaggeration. <laughs> A true exaggeration. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah. Um then he goes down to breakfast and then they're like, Oh my god, Merry Christmas! He's like, Oh fuck, yeah, that's that's happening. <laughs> and so then um as he's like he <laughs> yeah, that's says hello to Philip of Macedonia, the albino crocodile down in the pool, he's like splashing about enjoying some bacon. He throws
1: him some bacon. Yeah. He's like, hello.
0: <laughs> and then Amos is there like, um, it's about time you got up. I i need to tell you everything. sadie's obviously like, been me." Sadie's obviously been bugging him since the moment she woke up, and she's like, fucking tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me now, tell me, tell me, tell me. She's literally Leslie. Ha!
1: She is. That's funny.
0: And Amos is Ron. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. You have to tell me, tell me now, tell me, tell me. As if from parts of Rick. If they don't know who Leslie and Ron are just from their names, then they don't deserve to know. Yeah, so then Amos decides to tell them everything. Basically that, yeah, the gods are alive and well. No, we don't worship them. We keep them at bay because they're like warmongering or something, you know and so he's like, they're like too destructive and like they just think about themselves too much so we have to like put us first and so by putting us first we have to like keep them away like, no no, you can't come inside can't come past the welcome mat it's a no touching zone (laughs) (laughs) it's just them to the gods,
1: this mortal realm it's a no touching zone, do not cross this line (laughs) oh my god, that's the magician so the gods are like (laughs) Can I just... No! I can't you even did all you read. You spoke! <laughs> you reached across... I can't even believe it. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Amazing. So, yeah, and then he talks about how... Few um, touches, I shall kill you right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so
1: would. If you didn't know this competition, you'd be so dead thing. right now. Oh, God. <laughs> That's such a good movie.
0: Yeah, but then so t-, t-, t- so then Amos tells them that they're descended from kings and that the real reason that they had to be split up as children is because they have unmatched power when they're together. We love a sibling <laughs> team up. Anyway. Okay. I don't like
1: when you when you said that my brain went they have mismatched power. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: was like, I don't like that I can understand the logistics behind why if this is the reason that they were split up, I don't like that I understand why Sadie went with the grandparents and Carter went with Julius I don't like it
1: you lost me there
0: so they have to be split up because they're too powerful together sure but right?
1: what you're saying are you saying you understand why specifically Sadie went yeah. with the grandparents why what was the, I don't get it because
0: they're white grandparents if they just suddenly had a black grandchild there would be so many questions and same same for a travelling Egyptologist just running around with a white child
1: white little girl too yeah
0: and I hate that I understand that
1: I hate it I hate the connotations that
0: come with that but also I'm going to go with my original the forces are also racist because I like that for sure they are yeah they have to be they fought really hard and the way that it came across to Carter was they didn't want me they only wanted Sadie so if he could understand that I'm sorry the
1: first statement which was you're not allowed in my house yeah
0: exactly exactly
1: that cannot mean anything but exactly are you kidding me and, I'm and the fact that they, the they fact, fact that the
0: hold prejudices against Amos and Julius just because they're black, and they just didn't care that Ruby loved Julius anyway. Yeah. they still saw him as this they probably person who corrupted and like, their daughter. Like, and I'm like, what the fuck? No,
1: they probably flinch and have like disgusted, like you know, that nose scrunch every time they look at Paul Carter. And, yeah, and, and and Amos and Julius, and it's like. Can we take a moment to just appreciate the name Julius? I'm, like, loving the fact that there's a character named Julius. It's such a cool name. I really like it.
0: <laughs> I never... Julius
1: Caesar. I didn't say that last time. But yeah. Everybody should totally just stab Caesar! <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot to ask, can you tell me Cleopatra's deal? Why was she so popular? I know she invented champagne, but other than that, I'm like, why is... She was just, like, the most famous
0: queen. Because she was just so beautiful. Is that it? She was also like ruthless. What'd she do? Kill people. Kill. Um, I don't know if <gasps> not. Because she was really. Weakest. Weakest. <laughs> I don't know if it's because she was really young, like, you know, King Tut. Um, well, yeah, because you know she that she might have yeah, been the first. He died young. She might have just been the first female pharaoh. That might have just been what it was. Cleopatra.
1: Yeah, I just know that she invented champagne, and I was like, that's a boss move right there. <laughs>
0: Oh, she was just the last active ruler of the Ptolemaic dynasty. Oh, okay. Was she
1: the first
0: female ruler? I don't know. She was friends with Julius Caesar. So she was... Okay, so she was queen of Egypt when Egypt and Greece were starting to become... Or Rome, I should say, were starting to become really good friends because she was really good friends with Alexander the Great, obviously Greek, and she was also really good friends with Julius Caesar and she also had... Romantic alliances with Julius Caesar as well as Mark Antony, and she ended up marrying um, Mark Antony. Which
1: one's Mark Antony? Her husband. <laughs> oh no, like is he? Egypt?
0: He's literally just known for being her husband.
1: Okay.
0: Um. Yeah. So she had like exotic beauty and supposedly had powers of seduction that earned her. Um, so she was a such shower. a place. She was also queen for over three decades or so. Oh, look at her go! Yeah, we, we should have worked with
1: that. thing. That. What was she
0: ruthless about, though? Oh, okay. So she ruled as a co. She was a co-ruler first with her father. So she was the queen while her father was the king, and then she was the queen while her brother was her younger brother was king, and then and
1: she was like, again Fuck off, I with want to
0: be cool. the brother, the second younger brother, and then she was also co-ruler when her son became king.
1: What happened to all these men? Well, she was. Ruling? Ooh, maybe she
0: killed them all. I don't really yeah. know. Is
1: that okay. why she's so ruthless? Um, hang on, hang
0: on. she was 18 when she was made queen she quit. and then her son became murdered. king when she died and her son was 16 she named her son after julius caesar his name was caesarean
1: we didn't study any interesting history we studied world war ii when re- oh, apparently
0: caesarean was caesar's son so she had a son with julius caesar I don't know, maybe I'm reading the wrong website. I should really just do some research about Cleopatra before we talk about her heaps. She's a character who's never mentioned in this series.
1: Which is curious. It's yeah. not true. Cleopatra's needle.
0: Well, true, but...
1: That's why I wanted to talk about it, and then I never got back to it. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah. Anyway.
0: But, uh... Um, <laughs> Any <Annie-buzzle. laughs> So, yeah, um, as they're talking, <laughs> Carter is, like, so confused, obviously, and but this is the second time that Sadie's heard all of this, and so she's, yeah. like, throwing facts out left, right, and centre and making herself <laughs> look like she knows more I mythology than the kid who's been... <laughs> Trotting around Egypt for the last six years, I was, and
1: he's like, I did find what? That very Why funny? do you know these things?" I find that and she's so like, fu- "I know everything." I thought that's so funny though, because Carter was like, "Sadie is taking this really well," and yeah. I was like, "Got it. She's she's already had her first round of holy fucking shit, and now she's in boasting mode." Yeah, which is pretty much mm, flaunting it over you. Very, yeah, funny. and then we very get to much learn, what sibling does.
0: Then we get to learn that um, when Julius destroyed the Rosetta Stone, he let five gods out of the Duat, right? By accident. He was really only trying to reach Osiris,
1: but but yeah. As the little god said, little, as the fire god said, when you open a door, you have to expect others to come through. Yeah. Even if they are Unwanted.
0: And so, um, the Aww. Duat is, like, really... I like the Duat. Basically, the Duat is, like, kind of the underworld, but also... We talked about it a little in the last episode. Okay. It's kind of the underworld, but it's also just kind of, like, the layers of, like, of everything. And so it holds, like, a lot of the the godly realm within the Duat, because that's where a lot of gods were, I guess you could say, imprisoned, or a lot of beings were imprisoned. But it also holds, like, because it holds the underworld, that's, like, one layer, but the Duat is also the place where Egyptians believed that Ra, the god of the sun, took his boat and sailed through the duat every night and that was like the sun setting before it would like come up again when he surfaced back out of the duat again. And um, the duat is also what Carter and Sadie, I don't remember if it was mentioned in this bit, but it's what Carter and Sadie went through to get from London to New York so it's also like, it, depending on which layer of the Druid you dip into, you can use like teleportation or if you can use it as like storage, if you like throw something into Dwight you can, you can get it back later, it's like this just like interesting piece of like
1: magic it's like a magical storage cupboard
0: that's also a car, that's also a prison, that's also a yeah. a, a graveyard, that's also a throne room, that's also a, yeah, it's like a lot
1: it's a multi pu- it's the room of requirement. Yeah. Pretty it is much. a multi purpose room. Multi-purpose room? <laughs> multi- multi-purpose
0: room? <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: <laughs> it's not a bad analogy. Oh my god. It's not,
0: it's actually a really good analogy. So yeah, and I just I like um when I think about the duart too much, I get kind of like, uh,
1: because yeah, you
0: I, I have to think about it like an onion. I have to think about it, you know, it has layers or like it's like a cake. Got layers, and the deeper you go, Tiramisu. yeah, the deeper you go, the harder it is to come back. And then they also explained that um, Carter really should have used his pillow last night because that would have stopped him and he from was his like, soul going into the duart and I'm traveling sorry, that way.
1: Amos, this is Emma. This is one of the things you should have explained to the children uh-huh, before uh-huh. they went to bed. Like you're blaming Carter. Yeah. Like it's Carter's fault. He was like, it was uncomfortable. What do you yeah. want from me? He was like, it's not a normal pillow. Yeah, I'm not sleeping
0: <laughs> but the so one then one. because the, the dream stuff is mentioned and Sadie's like you didn't use your pillow he's like oh fuck and then he tells them about his dream and then Amos goes oh I need to look into that because Phoenix is like super close that's in America at least we need to like get over that sh- you know we need to get over <laughs> there and deal with that shit and so he like leaves and as he's leaving he's like boss is in charge and you guys can't go in the library
1: yeah so who's in charge Muffin okay what did you say? Nothing. I fucked it up. You did big time. <laughs> you don't know though. This that's fine. I heard bus or bus. Bus. Is it US Bus. bus. Yes. Kate made a mistake because the
0: cat will guard us. Muffin will guard you. I
1: did make a mistake. You did make a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Because I was like, I was like, that's not the alligator or the baboon's <laughs> <woman's> name. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, which one?
0: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that's right. You don't know who that is. The cat. <laughs> you find out literally in the next chapter so you can go and read that if you want
1: <laughs> i know it's funny very fun to watch you squirm and go
0: oh you messed up oh not the next chapter but the
1: chapter after this is me all the time <laughs> on the inside i'm going you messed it up you're stupid yeah
0: And so, basically, the minute he walks out the door, Sadie's like, okay, well, we're going in the library.
1: No, but Carla's such a cutie, because he's literally like, well, what do we do now? And she's she's like, like, She's literally like, she's like, Carla, use your brain. We're going into the library. Yeah. Of course we are.
0: So it took two episodes, not even, for Kate to give something away by accident.
1: (laughs) Well, this is a spoiler podcast, so (laughs) we will in for it. I'm, like, mad at myself.
0: (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, but literally, like, as he's leaving... That's like red rag to a bull.
1: Same right. Thing.
0: I wonder if he, he did reverse I wonder if he, psychology? Well, I don't know, because I wonder if he walked out going, don't go in the library. <laughs> or if it was, do not go in the library. You know, because that's either, very
1: different vibes. Um, Either way. But if, if, would if, it
0: was, if it was, don't go in the library, there's no way that Carter would have been like, obviously, we can't go in the library. <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah, either serious. way, Sadie
1: would have been like, well, we're going in the yeah. library.
0: But yeah, so Joe, do you have predictions for the next couple chapters?
1: (sighs) Okay, predictions. They're going to blow up the library somehow. Interesting. They're going to wreck it. Uh Uh-huh. Something's going to happen. Right. Um, no. Wait. (laughs) They're going to come across some important information about their training that they won't understand... At the time, and they're going to be like...
0: And you also won't understand at
1: the time. (laughs) Correct. It's going to be one of those frustrating situations. Anyway. For me, you won't give a shit. I get frustrated. Why do you think I shut down? I'm like... Going to my shell. I'm like... Put my hackles up. Don't like it. Anyway. Yes, it's going to be one of those frustrating conversations where it's like, well, what's going to happen is they're going to come across a book Mm -hmm. that's going to be super important. Right. And it's probably going to be Egyptian hieroglyphs and it's going to be like, quick, Sadie, read these. And she's going to be like, okay. And she gives it a go. And then maybe it'll sound sound familiar and then it'll maybe spook them. Something's going to interrupt them. I don't know what it is. And then they'll have to run away. And then they'll just be both of them... Either together or separately, they'll be puzzling over whatever they found.
0: Separate but equal. Forget I said
1: that. <laughs> Forget I used that phrase. Um, no, they'll be puzzling over whatever they found, and then they're going to bring that information to Amos, and Amos is going to be like, where did you come across that? It's going to be like, how did you find that out? And they're both going to be like, oh, you know, no, we're just around town. Kind right. Of that may not look... That, that conf- confrontation with the... Amos being like, how did you find that out? That may not happen in the next three chapters, but they're definitely going to come across some forbidden information. Gotcha. Because duh, they're going to a library they were told (laughs) not to go into. (laughs) It's going to be some inkling about their mother or their dad or their own powers and their bloodline. Nice. Something personal. They're going to find something important and personal and terrifying. Ta-da! Okay. Jared's yeah. greater predictions. I know it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I reckon that's all that we have to say about these um, free chapters. Yeah. I need to sign off before I give anything else away. Fucking idiot. You
1: gave one thing away. I hate it, though, It was a, like, the best thing. It was a nickname for a cat. I don't care. Yeah. It was, is it the best thing? So, in the next
0: episode, we are getting into chapters 7 to 9 um, of the Red Pyramid, and... Um, so, yeah, come back next week for that. <laughs> if you want to send us an email, we are damnsnackbubpod at Outlook.com. If you want to find us on Instagram, we are at pod. We are also at damnsnackbubpod on Twitter now. Um Ooh. I mean, this will come out, like, months after I've made the Twitter. But sure. Yeah, it's there, guys. Also, yeah, go to the link in our description for our merch link. Guys, nice, go I'm grab like, our stuff. Yeah, literally, go buy our merch. Go get a
1: sticker that says, Joe's a fucking
0: dickhead. Go get a sticker says, that says, hello, my name is Julie Chase.
1: Great name. <laughs> Literally her only name. We've decided I don't even care. They didn't name her, we fucking named her. Yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. all other inside jokes are also down. Go we'll, get we'll a figure that says
1: Joe, read the Odyssey. Yeah, and
0: if you have more merch that you'd like to see, fucking, you know, send us those send us those requests or those ideas and we will try to make it happen. Okay, which um, one's
1: the Odyssey again. <laughs> you, you asked me that seriously the other day, and no, I... No, I didn't. I didn't to get that out of you. It was very funny. And know it's about it is yes. It's called The
0: Odyssey. How many times have I said that to you? So many times. And you were still like,
1: mm, I don't know, though. No, I wasn't. I was
0: trying to get a rise,
1: and I got it, and it was hilarious.
0: No, no. So many times in the last year. Oh, in the gone, last year, yes. Yeah, Where you've gone, big which one's The Odyssey again? And I'm like, you... Damn you! Of course, in the last
1: year. I meant the other day.
0: <laughs> the, the other day the I did my life.
1: Purpose every other time. Yes, it's been for real.
0: <laughs> All of our other social media links are down in the description below. So, yeah, come and chat to us because we really love to hear from you.
1: Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just remembering when I was like, what's the Iliad about again? And you stabbed me. You were like... <laughs> No, I was like, no, you said the word Iliad, and I said, what's an Iliad? <laughs> or I said, who's the Iliad? Something like
0: that. It's very funny. It made me laugh. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. i <laughs> <laughs> kill
1: you. Well,
0: anyway, yeah, so, so that's the that end of this episode. Future. Come back next week for Kate to ruin more surprises, I guess. Anyway. Um, yeah. Don't
1: hunger up on that, Jesus. I'm going to. I'm Stop going to stress it. about it for the rest of the week until it the next episode. was one word and it means nothing. It's not. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay, we'll, we'll see, see you next next week week. guys again. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 Bye